Hey guys, let me just jump in here real quick and share something with you. Uh, this interview is great and Blair is hilarious. But uh, just to make sure that we keep some goodwill with you guys, I want to make sure you parents know that um, some of the areas we go into aren't, they're not like obscene, real bad, I, I would think. But it, some of the stuff I just, I wouldn't want my kids to hear if I thought I was just listening to a family friendly type program. So, uh, just do with that what you will, and continue to enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This is Blair Wayland, and you're listening to the We're Alive Fancast. We're Alive Fancast. And now, your hosts, Mr. Redbeard and Mick. Gathering some, you know... Stalking time. Yeah, I sent her a video. <laughs> Hold on, Sarah. I'm gonna add him to the group call. He's calling me. You ready? Hey, this is Mick. Oh. Yeah, you got oh, the right hi. people. What's up? Hi. Hello. Can you hear us? Hello. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Blair's scared. No, I'm not. I just didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> what? I didn't realize they were going. He to did kind of shout. Hey, this is Mick. <laughs> no, because you're the um on your Skype. It said call. I'm on the phone. Call when this message is gone. Huh? Oh yeah, his uh. No, yeah, yours says that all the time, Mick. Mine says that. Okay. And Casey said it wasn't. He's like, yeah, people put. I don't have Skype, and he's like, people put messages like that up all the time. Don't worry about it. And oh. I thought it was something to be worried about and not to bother you. And I was like, don't call him. He's on the phone. And then you answered, and I was like, ah. He's on the phone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you don't have to make any reservations for Mick. <laughs> right. Table for zero. Okay. Oh, Let's see here. Yeah, we're, uh, I'm not on the phone. I didn't realize mine said that. I'm glad you brought it to my attention. Oh, okay. I well, thought it was just Redbeards that said that all the time. Does mine say that? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, it sure does. Where does it where does it tell you that it says that? Your oh, profile. mood. Mood. This is stupid. Skype's weird. They change stuff all the time. They do. They're trying try to make it hard where we couldn't record calls too. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Uh did they finally fix that or is that you know still a problem? They did they did fix it and I never upgraded mine, so I didn't ever have the issue. Oh, okay. So upgraded mine. They backed off of it. Right. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. That was weird. Very They're, weird. There, I changed mine. I think they wanted to actually unveil, and they're still doing this, a professional Skype-like recording quality. I saw that, and I didn't really... I couldn't really tell what was going to be different about it. Yeah, I didn't either, but... I just think they're going to slap a price tag on it. Oh, yeah, they're going to charge up the ass. Right. Hey, <sighs> I saw... I, I sent Blair the, the, the timestamp of Bill's graduation present video. 
and it was you guys, you know, eating green beans out of a can and <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. It was so funny. I'm glad I've seen that. I did not think anyone would ever watch that aside from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing. I just you had the the, the thumbnail image that it showed was yeah. y'all two in the kitchen floor, I guess. And so I just kind of searched for that and started watching it there. Did you get? Did she? Did Blair get to show you her week of where alive yet? I'm trying. It's processing, and uh, when I checked, it said processing zero percent. At it was uh, at zero percent. So now I'm trying to sign into Google, but your thing says or uh, YouTube, so that I can see what the processing level is at, and it says password required for the master. I'm on Casey's computer because he's editing in the other room, and I cannot disturb him. Right, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> take his side. You're you're supposed to be annoyed with him. <laughs> Uh, oh, I am totally because, especially since you called him the master and all that. <laughs> you had to wait no, for the, the master. master password is what. The... Oh no! It said on the computer. It said master password. I was not calling him the master. Well, she's typing. She's like, really? I do call him master. I see it on the. You probably can't see it. Whoa! No. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, processing. Still processing. Dang it! I really want you to see it. Yeah, it takes a little while. How long is it? 11 minutes. 11 minutes, yes. I bet it'll be done before we're done here. And maybe we can pause and let you watch it or something. Sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's really, uh, I think you'll, it'll give you a lot to talk about, too. Oh, yeah. I was, once you mentioned that, I thought we would probably break a little segment off for that, either in the next fan cast or maybe just uh, between airings. I don't know. Yeah, it's well because I I when are, when is this one gonna air? I'm not sure yet. Well, we spoke to Jay last night, and uh, I've got that edited. Probably gonna release tomorrow or the next day, and then I'm not sure about this one. I think Redbeard's got the duty for this one. I figured I'd just release it as soon as possible. Oh, okay, cool. This is a weird question too, uh, Redbeard. But what is your actual name? I don't really. I've always called you Redbeard, and and I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> My my name is Britain. Britain? Like, yeah. Like the like country? The place? Oh, okay. Cool. And, but you like to be called Redbeard. I don't I don't care. He's a man of many names. And what's your credit card number? <laughs> Speaking you, of Oh, I don't know. This sounds pretty video. trusting. Let's go ahead and <laughs> I loved your video of the paid off my credit cards. Oh wow. I have oh, a lot of things nice. on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That one, that one made me chuckle, though. That was I good. haven't seen that one. I'll have to look that one up. Well, gentlemen, I will let you be in the capable hands of my wife. That way I'm not interceding with your guys' conversation. I'm going to have to go. When you want to do um, script, guess the chapter game, I'm going to have to like go in the other room and get the scripts because they're in the other room. Okay, yeah. That'll be yeah, cool. If you hear any spoilers of editing in the background, it's it's the episode that comes out Monday, so it's not a not a huge thing. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Well, good luck, Emma. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> he just lost Finally, gosh. Uh, right. 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 My That's God. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, leave me alone so that I can tend to your fans. Yes. <laughs> His fans, we're here to talk to you. Yeah, but it's his thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bring my questions up then. At the beginning of any interview we do, 
mm-hmm. what we like to have the person we're interviewing just say, you know, this is Blair Wayland, and you're listening to the We're Live Fancast. You have all of the people say my name. Yes, it's really... Yes, every one of them. They try to sound like you, too, so it's kind of funny. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if they can get the patented Lizzie voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay came pretty close. Yeah, Jay came, he came really close. Did he try it? No. Oh, <laughs> no, he, he did it? Yeah, he did his own thing there. Uh, there's my voice crack. <laughs> there, Jay did a lot of different voices last night, and it was hilarious. He's great. He's pretty funny. Um, a so Filipino what I, redneck. That's good. He did a Filipino. Oh my gosh, I, that's a hard act to follow. I'm. Uh, I can't do this, you guys. <laughs> no, you could just do the ostrich. Uh, what was it? Ostrich Paradise? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You have been having fun on my YouTube page. I was so mad that it only had, like, 70 views, and it made me frustrated about YouTube. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for being mad that people don't appreciate my lack of fame. <laughs> sure. Now if you could sing Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> I don't know many. I don't know uh, songs. <laughs> don't know. What's a song? That's a real thing because I don't really like music. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love that. I've never heard somebody say I, I don't really like music like at all, like any kind of music. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Grayson Grayson fa- found an article about my kind of people that just aren't interested in music and posted it on my Facebook hmm. somewhere. Who, who are your kind of people? Do you all get persecuted? <laughs> people don't I just like I don't understand music and then other people don't understand me for not understanding music so I suppose there's some sort of persecution <laughs> I think it sounds uh, interesting I've actually never thought of never thought of that <laughs> <clears throat> I think my notes are pretty much done I, I seem to ask the same-ish questions and then they lead off into other different places like uh, music dislike and all that we're gonna have to talk more about that Eh, (laughs) it's weird i guess that's why it's interesting all your life yeah my mom's like that too cool like do you so do you like did did, you know back before podcasts or anything like that did you listen to the radio or talk radio or what that's are you recording because this is sort of that's how like we're alive kind of happened I am recording, yes. Okay, good. Because that, like, my lack of, I suppose in a way, my lack of interest in music is how We're Alive became an audio drama. Because I don't listen to music. So I listen to podcasts and um, audiobooks. Mm -hmm. And so I was listening to, when I started dating Casey, I was listening to um, Harry Potter on audiobook. And, um... Then one of my favorite morning shows became a podcast because it was during the uh, Great Recession, the beginning of the Great Recession, and they got fired from the radio job and started mm. doing podcasting. And Casey was like, what's this? Podcasting, you say? <laughs> and um, then he had always had the idea of doing a zombie TV series. But uh, then that's like a lot of work. <laughs> to do a dot zombie especially independently that'd be so expensive and everything and then he's like wait a second i could do a zombie 
radio drama and spend like no money because it's all audio and I wouldn't have to be doing camera and makeup and all that. And I could do this podcast thingy that you're so into. Wow. So that's so pretty awesome origin story. So thank you, Blair. Yes. Yeah, so I, my <laughs> lack of interest in music sort of made Blair Alive become a thing. It, it, uh, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. That's awesome. Hey, uh, one quick, quick note. Um, do you have any headphones or anything? I think we're getting your speaker feedback. Oh, are you? Shoot, let yes. me. Um, let me go find some. Okay. Tra la la. <laughs> I think that's going to be the outtake transition. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's great. Tra la la. For this interview, we'd like to talk to the sound of your room. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Does that inspire you? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. Creepy guy. All right. Do you want to start us off, Redbeard? With any other questions? Um, let's see. You kind of told us about the origin. That's... I had no clue about that. Um... How's it working with your spouse? Uh, awful. It's awful. It's terrible working with your spouse. Have you done it? Uh, yes, I've I avoided, avoided it. it. <laughs> Not because I don't love my spouse. It's because it, if we're having a bad day, it might affect uh, whatever mission we're trying to work on. That's a that's a good perspective. Ours, I don't know so much if it's having a bad day as much as it's. I have a hard time treating him how I would treat a regular director um, in that if I were just on set with a regular director and he's telling me something to do, I'd be like, okay, cool. You're the director. I'm the actor. <laughs> but when my husband is telling me something to do, I'm like, say what? I am not, I am, I am not uh, a third 1930s housewife sir <laughs> i am your equal and women's rights is a thing that happened <laughs> and i stand here on my own two feet as my own independent person and can do what i want i will not be angrier in this scene wait no i'm worked up and angry sure uh that that actually happens a lot where i end up getting the emotion for a scene so uh, accidentally is that why he decided to change the script and kill Lizzie off early? He actually <laughs> did not kill Lizzie off early, actually. I, or so I'm told. Um, no, that's been in the works for a long time. Oh, a very long time. I kid, I kid. <laughs> I know. It's hard. No, it's it's hard. And the, the, um, the, voice, the voice cut editor, poor guy, has to hear us bicker and... and and it's and it's hard too because like we we think of each other as as uh, good for one another because we are both creative people and we help each other out a lot. Like I go through all of the scripts with him, all of the outlines, everything, and find holes and plot issues and help him with his directing style. But when we are done with the recording of an episode and talk about his directing style. It's, it's completely different than when we're on set. And sometimes I have a hard time separating the two. So we'll be in the moment and he's trying to direct it. I'm like, this is why you're terrible. 
<laughs> it's just like the thing with the remote the other night. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's um, that that's that's where the the difference is. But we're trying we try to work through it, uh, be so that we can be better creative partners forever. Right. As we are bound to be because of law. <laughs> That's really cool. I uh a lot of the characters share many similarities either on purpose or sometimes by accident it seems like. How are you and Lizzie alike? Um we Kate, well at first Lizzie was had blue eyes and then she got recast as me and her eyes became green. As we all know, I, I mean, if you're like a super fan, I guess you know that. Um, so the, the more a character has written about them, the more they become like the actor who is portrayed, portraying them in general for him. Like he's writing and he just, it's really funny to watch him write. <laughs> I have, I have video of it on my Instagram. I think it's still up there. Uh, and he he I his eyes just like flutter while he's writing because he's like acting as all of the characters. <laughs> what he, is your Instagram? Um, Blairzy W. Okay. And he hears the actors, all the because he I, I mean he all of us now are the voices for the when he's first writing a brand new character. There's no voice yet, but the more a an actor is portraying that character, the more solidified that character is in his head. And <laughs> so that's all he hears. And so he just sees that actor when he's writing for them. And so character traits just slip in there for everybody. And he knew that was going to happen, especially with CJ. So CJ like really got, we, when we were casting Constance's CJ, it was like, so you're what, what Asian are you? And you're Chinese. Okay. We can work with Chinese. What, like what backstory could Shinwei? that'll be the name for Constance. Like that's, or for CJ, that's going to be like, that was all, um, worked in ahead of time. Cause we knew that we base the, or he bases the, uh, characters so much on the actors. So for me, back to me, um, Lizzie has got, has been given green eyes since I've started to play her. Tall, blonde, obviously. Blondie is a big theme. <laughs> theme word. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a lot of it. There's, there's some notion of, um, there's a lot of me and, and the other characters as well, just like pegs with the gun thing when she wouldn't fire a gun. That came from me. Oh. And, um, uh, when Tommy was celiac, that was me. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm I'm through I'm like sprinkled into all of the characters. <laughs> huh. Uh I guess Lizzie the most. I wanted to play Lizzie the most when cuz you all you all do you know that I'm sure you do that I was not originally cast as Lizzie. And I wasn't in the show at all. And I really I act. I I've, I've done improv for 10 years and I've done a little acting and I really wanted to be in the show but I didn't want to tell him outright that I wanted to be in the show. Because then I thought, oh, my boyfriend's just going to put me in the show because I want to be instead of because I'm good. And he also wanted me to be in the show. But since I hadn't expressed an interest, 
he was afraid to ask me. And so I just wasn't in it. And then what happened was the woman who was playing Lizzie sort of wasn't as committed to the project as we would have liked her to be. And she called in sick one night, the night before uh, we were going to record, which was just sort of like the last straw because it was right before we were going to record. And I was like, I'll fill in. And as I did, Casey actually preferred my reading of Lizzie more. And Lizzie was always the character I wanted to play the most. (laughs) I liked her the best out of all the characters. Well, that's really neat. No, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was not originally, I, I earned my way onto the show. Uh, which was perfect because I really wanted to be on and I was afraid to say anything. <laughs> well, that's cool. I skipped over my first question because you had kind of mentioned how you kind of had a, a big hand in the origin of We Are Live. And I, so normally I ask how, how people got involved in the show, but I'm I'm really glad that you shared that with us. Yeah. And what, uh, what major ways are you different than Lizzie? Um, well, I've never had a child. Mm-hmm. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a key difference. Um, that helps. <laughs> yeah, there hasn't been a zombie apocalypse yet. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I have like Lizzie's serial monogamy is definitely something that I had done. So that's something that we shared, and her her parents paying for school is something that I understood, but that was not her lack of interest in um, in what she was pursuing is not something that I identify with. She Because she just goes to school, was because she was just a psychologist because um, daddy was paying for it. And she's like, okay, well, I have to do something. What's the what's the thing that's going to take the longest amount of time? What, what can I just float around with for the most time until I figure out what life is? Uh, and that's not what I have done. Uh, but Casey, when we started dating saw me as somebody who's privileged just because he had to go to war to pay for school. And I have had my, my mom did pay for my school. So he's, um, he was jealous of that for me because he's had to make so many sacrifices to get where he is. And he saw a lot of the other students at Chapman, especially, which is a private university as being privileged. And Lizzie, I think kind of represented that to him. Part of it. Oh, that's really interesting. Indeed. Yeah, we have a lot of awkward pauses as Redbeard and I kind of fill each other out to see who's going to move with the next question. He he might be waiting for me to do a follow-up. That took me off guard. I, I didn't realize all that. So Yeah, really. Yeah, I, you know, I've got the inside scoop. <laughs> as yeah. we're alive is a lot more of my life than um, I want to say anything else is. <laughs> Well, I guess I do want to ask a follow-up question, uh, since you kind of led into it. You you had mentioned something about you being a lot more driven towards those things that you're doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what what kind of things are you really passionate about? Well, I have a focus of a gen- of a general area of interests, which include performance and comedy and film. So I like sketches and uh, improv and acting and uh, documentary filmmaking. And so that's sort of my genre of interest is anything, anything having to do with instantaneous or I, I like 
I like capturing fresh and interesting and fun moments from people that are just unexpected. <laughs> That's really cool. That's cool. Well, you know, we, we're, we've been tossing around the idea of going to improv classes. Yeah, and why not? Yeah, well, there's not much here, but I got my son in some improv classes, and it's been really fun for him. Builds confidence for the kiddos that age, I'm sure. Yeah, and well, yeah, I've noticed a huge difference already. So I, I'm excited about going to his next class. But um, Cute. you yeah, got, it's great. You, so you're heavily involved in improv. How many of the actors have come from that? Oh my gosh, so many! <laughs> I just because I have such a um, just a resource for Casey where he doesn't have to go through casting. If he needs just a quick part here or there, he doesn't have to go through the rigmarole of LA casting or now casting or any of those companies or, or big things to put up a notice and then go to LA and find an actor. I just have a source in Orange County of people that are excited and eager and fun. So he just pulls from that all the time. And so, gosh, uh, Steven, I think, was maybe the first. No, Tom. Tom who was Tom on the show? I don't even remember. Not, not Tom who got, yeah, who, gosh, I don't <laughs> even remember who he was. <laughs> so many people. Tom, yeah, Tom was on it, and Eric played Steven for a while. And a lot of the times, because the improvisers are so fun, like um, Robbins and Muldoon. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh, they, yeah. They're their roles just expand because Casey has so much fun with them and he doesn't intend Steven was not supposed to be that big of a role and that one got bigger and Robin's and and Muldoon's role was not supposed to be as big and it got bigger so he just has so much fun with them that it just they just blow up and a lot of the people in the in Boulder were all improvisers I don't think a lot I think all the people in Boulder were improvisers <laughs> well, I need them now. He should kill them off too soon. <laughs> yes. It's such a, a depressing time right now for Warlock. There are actually I can I think I can say that there are a couple there are a couple more coming up. Um a couple new ones coming up in the next in the next chapters. Oh cool. Couldn't so that'll be fun. A couple more improvisers. Comic relief. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I don't know if they're funny or not, but they are improvisers. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> I don't want to say if they're funny or not, but they they will be improvisers that are showing up as cameos. So, go ahead. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a specific question about your improv, but I was wondering if you could just talk about it for a little bit. Because um, it seems like it's such a big part of your life. Yeah. Uh, well, I am on two teams. One is um, a team that I've been on for seven years, which was called Cherry Spits for a long time. But I recently became the captain of that team, and we're now calling it the Fan Club. And that's a long-form team. And long-form is sort of like what they do in L.A. It's a more um, – it's like 15-minute scenes. They're more kind of like play-type scenes with a beginning, middle, and end act structure. And then I'm on another team called Fancy Hobo. And that one is more like quick whose line is it anyway style games. Right. 
real short scenes, real fast. And that team I'm on with um, Tony Ray, who plays Robbins. Yay. <laughs> so if you wanted to see both of us, that's the team to come to. I keep meaning um, to look that up. And we can find that on YouTube, right? Fancy Hobo? Um, I don't Some think of we stuff. have. Both, that team is new. And so I'm not sure if there's a lot on YouTube yet. And then um, the other team, Cherry Spitz, has been around for a long time and is just now kind of going through a makeover. And so that one, a lot of new stuff is going to be coming out with uh, the new name, The Fan Club. But Fancy Hobo, you could probably you can find a lot of stuff and information on Facebook. I think it's just uh, forward slash Fancy Hobo. Facebook.com, Fancy Hobo. I love that name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm working on a video for us right now, an intro video where all of us are, because um, our thing is that we wear like tuxedo shirts and each one of us has a different colored bow tie. And we're working on a video where like we all discover, I don't know, like a magical bow tie. But we're in the video, we're all real hobos. Now, is there any chance that there's a show going on around the time of the finale? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know yet. Uh, the, we don't get our schedules that early. Like there, we have a show on Thursday, but um, this Thursday, and that's like I've known about that one for maybe two weeks, and that's about as early as I know about them. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be really cool to swing by and see one of those shows if we could. But oh yeah, that'd be great. It would be this uh, the long form improvising. That uh-huh. sounds really interesting. As you mentioned, there's like a beginning, middle, and uh, third act. Yeah, it's like a it's more of a story instead of like quick games. It's um more of a structured st- style of improv. Now, how does okay, so I'm familiar with as, as far as I know about improv is as, as much whose line as I've seen basically. Mm-hmm. So how do how does how does the long form start? What do they do? Uh same thing, we get a suggestion from the audience, but that suggestion we'll get one suggestion, it could be just a word or a location, anything like that. And that is the tipping off point for an entire 15 to 20 minute long scene that can take place either. There are different styles of long form, like different, just kind of like different games that you would see in Whose Line. There are different games for long form. So that could be like the whole, the whole scene could take place in one quote unquote room, one location, um, which is one that we've been practicing lately, or it could be, we have another game we really like to play where it's called um, Family Tree, where we're given relationships ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Each one of us is given a relationship to the other one in this team. And then from there, we go into a scene so that all of the relationships sort of intertwine. And you get to see how they're all related in a, a 15 to 20 minute story. <laughs> That's too cool. I saw I saw one where... It looked like they, they pulled a couple different words from the audience, and it was almost as if they plugged them into a, like a Mad Lib. Oh, cool. And played the whole... It was like a 15, 20-minute episode. And wow, I was, yeah. I guess that's a form of that. I don't know. Sure, it must be, yeah, like a long form. If you see a longer scene, that would be like a long form, or as opposed to theater games or comedy sports-style improv, which is the short, like, four-minute long games that are just have like a gimmick to them where you have to say something backwards or do it shorter or repeat a word or something like that. That's the theater sports style short form. And oh. uh, with the, uh, with the long form is, is that comedy? Is yeah. It's, comedy no, it, yeah, it's definitely comedy. Cool. It, is there, do you do any improv 
Is there even improv that's not comedy? I'm I'm told the clueless. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It's just not really. Um, I think people use the like non-comedic improv more as a tool for um, acting training and and such. And I'm sure there is a venue or somewhere out there where you can see non-comedic improv. It's just not as popular. Right. There's like I know there are. Um, like you can go to the UCB theater or the IO theater in Hollywood and see long, complete musical long form. And they'll make an entire musical in, I don't know how long, like half an hour, 40 minutes. They'll make a whole musical just off wow. the top of their heads. It's incredible. <laughs> that see, is, it's that you easy. Get Casey out there, right? Oh no. Not <laughs> <this>. <laughs> oh, it will never die. No. Red beard. Oh my goodness. I just realized she doesn't like music. She'd never be on board for the musical. <laughs> I don't. Do you not like um, to sing even? No, I'm okay. Like I can, I can, I'm okay. I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my favorite. <laughs> She's I'll not do on it. her side. She'll do it. <laughs> Regrudgingly, no. but she'll do it. No, I'm I'm not on the side of the of the We're Alive musical because uh, that would be so 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 much work and so I like not in the canon of We're Alive. It, I know it, it's just fun, <laughs> <laughs> and to make it fit would be you would take away my husband even more than he's already been taken away from me. <laughs> I, like, honestly, I don't even know what we're going to talk about when we're alive is over. What is our life going to be like? What are we going to say to each other? <laughs> well, um... <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Game of Thrones? Who knows? Probably. Filled the void with something else. I guess. Next project. Pro- I know. Another, another show, probably. <laughs> I'll bet you have a better idea of what than we do of what's coming next. Oh uh, no! Of, of course. Yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> well, there, there's the drive home movie reviews. Those are there great. are those. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Except the Man of Steel one, but a lot of them are really good. <laughs> um, you weren't in it, that one though. You, no. It's no fault of yours. I don't. I really. I don't like superhero movies. That's so okay. So I just yeah. don't. I just don't go to them because I've never enjoyed one. So I'm like, you can go with your brother, because I just don't like him. I, I bet you'd like the Marvel ones. I could understand that a lot more prior to the Spider-Man ones in the early 2000s. Before that, they were kind of terrible. Yeah. Ever since then, they've been pretty good. But No, I haven't liked any of the new ones. Have you seen Avengers? Yeah, I didn't like it. What about Thor? Yeah, I didn't like it. There you go. I didn't wow. like Iron Man, I didn't like Thor, I didn't like Captain America, I didn't like Avengers. None of them. Wow. Didn't like any of the Batmans. I'm like, just go do the superhero, man, superhero ones by yourself. There goes Except- the rest of my questions. <laughs> All right, good night. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, speaking of, last time uh, we got to speak to you for a little bit, you had just come back from American Hustle. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I just watched that a week or two ago. It was really good. I enjoyed it. I need to go back and listen to y'all's review now. Yeah, I did that one with uh, a girlfriend. And she was really into the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to see it, so. Jennifer Lawrence really enjoyed talking about her nail polish. Yes, she did. <laughs> that was like, it's like, okay, 
Jennifer, you're on uh, 10 pages of this script and every other line is about nail polish. Okay. All right. Perfect. Except yes. I heard it's mostly improvised that, that movie. So. Oh, neat. She, she probably showed up and she's like, what do you want me to talk about? Oh, uh, just uh, talk more about that nail polish. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. This is totally uh, off topic, but speaking of, what was it? Okay, there's a there's a scene in that movie where Bradley Cooper's kind of like humping Louis C.K., you know, just like laughing at the very end. He's like kissing his face and making fun of him. Do you remember that part? He's, yes, uh-huh. Like whenever they, the big thing happens at the end, I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I watched something, I don't know what it was, but basically it was Louis C.K. and a joke that he had told about. Do you know who Louis C.K. is? Me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was telling a joke about inside the actor's studio and how people get on. Actors will be there to li- to watch the actors and want to ask them a question. And I guess he, he was joking about how they think they might be famous one day. And <laughs> he related it to, like, one of the actors would ask Sean Penn a question, and then all of a sudden you'd, this actor would be famous. And then it, this particular video cuts to Sean Penn inside the actor's studio, and there's a young man asking him a question. And it pans to the guy asking the question. It's Bradley Cooper with long hair. (laughs) And then they cut to that scene of him kissing Louis C.K. and humping him and all that. So it was pretty funny. Oh, that's great. I want to see that clip. (laughs) Sorry. Let's see. uh, Where are you from? Newport Beach, California. Is that uh, around the L.A. area? Orange County. Orange County? Yeah. Very cool. I didn't spend a lot of time out there. Uh, well, when I was in my training, I spent. I went. I came to LA a couple times to. I think I saw America's Funniest Home Videos or something, one weekend. I don't remember what else I did. But were you in San Diego? I was in San Diego for a little while, but there I was never let out of <laughs> the recruit training depot. Oh, I see. But once I made it to Twenty Nine Palms. For some of my training, I did have like weekends off, and we would go into LA or check it out. But what um, branch are you? Marine Corps. Okay, so then, but you weren't stationed at Pendleton. No, no, I I was stationed on the East Coast. Oh, you were just passing through. Yeah, just passing through. <laughs> had some, had my fun in Palm Springs, and just just being a boy. Checked out the place. Yeah. <laughs> Just cruising, spreading your seed. <laughs> cruising, you know. <laughs> the, the, spreading your seed. Yeah. <laughs> Desert Yetis. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a drink. I was muted, but I was—I promise I was laughing. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh man. Okay. Okay. So, about me. what has been your favorite moment of her life? Um, I tried somebody. <laughs> um, at the first live event, they asked me this or something similar to this, and I tried to say when I was raped, and <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, and I don't think they knew then that I like to make jokes, and then there were a lot of um, there were a lot of negative reactions. <laughs> you mean to tell? Oh me. my gosh. And I, and I was also kind of saying that it was, I was trying to like tell the story of 
um, the fact that Tardust is the actor that plays Tardust, David, is like maybe a foot shorter than I am. Because have like, do you know that I'm six foot two? I know you're yes. tall. I didn't know exactly how. Yeah, no, I'm six foot two. I am not. I am. I am beyond tall. So he's he's like he and he is not tall at all. So <laughs> the the scene when we recorded it was like he Casey had him hold me and pull me and I'm reacting to him and I'm it's just kind of like <laughs> really like, <laughs> come on come on really I did but not I re- didn't yeah I knew, go on I, I knew you were tall but I didn't mm-hmm. realize how tall you were until this latest uh photo shoot oh yeah the photo shoot I, I you get to see me compared to the the little ladies they're all kind of small though right makes me look even huger <laughs> And then I had a pregnant belly. On. Yes, I love your shock. Like, How did this happen? Picture. <laughs> <laughs> that was the. I would have. I would have done more of those. And they were like, "Oh, the pizza's here." And I was like, "Oh shoot, camera's gone. I'm less <laughs> interesting than the pizza." <laughs> uh, yeah. So I answered that question, and I got to say at the live event when I was. Re- as far like that's as far as I got because I was like about to expl- I thought I'd get like a <laughs> where's this going and instead I got like a whoa 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 from the audience and I was like oh no oh no backtrack 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 <laughs> and there are pictures of me on stage and my face is bright red because I was so embarrassed because I did not know the audience was going to react like that and I was like uh, I mean I mean I like it when Lizzie is smart <laughs> oh that's that's awesome oh, I, like that's it when she, I like it when she solves problems i guess that's part <laughs> i like good dark comedy uh, uh, but i so so that that was that was, that was pretty great combined combined oh and because i also i was i think i was also trying to tell them that um the audience that i had to throw up peaches like to make get the sound effect of me Ooh. throwing up, they gave me they they Casey gave me um a can of peaches and a bucket, and then I had to throw up make throw up sounds and spit out peaches. Really? That's, yeah, that's awesome. That so is. I tried to tell I tried to tell the audience that, but they did not get that gem because they reacted hostily. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so, okay. In this last episode, it was all set up. It was already an emotional episode with Datu passing. Wait, what do you uh, mean? When you died. I'm no, I'm kidding. I'm just okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and it was just like a it was like a kick in the teeth whenever they took you too and and so I was wondering how emotional it was for the crew at the time, the actors. Um we cried. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were crying a lot, and it was difficult. We like to joke on set just to keep, I don't know if it's to keep the mood light or because we're all friends or I don't know why, but we do. And there was, a, um, when I was, the scene where I'm getting moved from the 
the van or the truck to the hospital, I have to be in pain. And so there was in, in relation to what you asked, there was a scene. I remember getting so frustrated because Nate kept making jokes in between each take. And I was like, crying because I'm like I'm in pain I'm in pain so I got myself worked up to tears and so every take I was crying and going like oh oh and cry like crying and then okay cut we're gonna do it again and then Nate would be like and (laughs) I'd be like knock it off I couldn't say anything because I didn't want to be a jerk but in my head I was saying some mean stuff. <laughs> and now that he's not here, um, no, I wasn't saying mean stuff. I was just like, it was hard. It was hard because you get, you get into, you get deep into, because nobody else was in pain at that moment or crying at that moment. They were just like on a normal mission like they would be. But I was the one who was like, I was by myself, just, uh, I'm dying. And nobody else was with me for that. And, um, and then the, the other part was that, um, oh, here's a fun, here's a fun, tidbit the um i had to give birth you don't you don't hear a lot of it except for over the radio and i had to and by had to my husband made me watch many many youtube videos of women giving natural childbirth oh my goodness to understand what that is like <laughs> so and any plans to have children now uh maybe <laughs> like maybe never <laughs> and so i had to know what the sounds would be like and what it would feel like and get into it and so then when it was time for me to just make those sounds i was just in there. I wanted Tanya with me because, uh, or Shirley plays Tanya because I was like, well, she's my doctor. And I feel like she'd be there like coaching me. Cause in all these videos, there's like a coach. So just her presence would help me. So she was there and we turned the lights down and then I just screamed and just pretended I was giving birth as acting is. I acted that I was giving birth and, and screamed. And, um, Casey almost actually, got worked to tears i think he did cry actually because he had to watch me just scream and that's no fun for to watch someone you loved scream and work themselves up to that um and so that was that was hard to i mean it was it was hard but it was also kind of like fun because at what point in your life does someone say all right go ahead and scream as loud as you can we want you to just scream it all out so, sounds like it could be therapeutic. Yeah, kind of, like it was kind of like great, and it, and it's like if if I mean not that anybody said this, but I know like if you cry because you're screaming, that's okay, that's allowed. <laughs> just let it all happen. Wow. And so I did. I just like let it happen, and um, so and I'm kind of sad because I did so much of it, and there's a little bit of it in the background of the radio with Tanya. Uh, and that, so that was, and this was all the same day. And I, we want, I wanted to do it in order because I was like, well, my voice is going to be, my voice all already cracks naturally a lot. And then I'm like, but after I scream, it's going to be even more beat up. So we wanted to do that. We took a break, had everybody leave. I screamed and then we brought everybody back in 
for me to die because then I'm like, my voice is going to be even more messed up. And then, uh, we did that and, um, that was it. And then it was like crying, 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 a lot of hugging. And I, I, I'm sure you saw the pictures on the forum that Deacon posted of us hugging and crying and such. Well, yeah, it, I couldn't it was tell a, that y'all were crying. I just seemed like a a hug. I didn't, or maybe I didn't see the right pictures. No, oh yeah, no. Well, I maybe maybe you can't tell it. Maybe I just know because I've seen. I was there, so the pictures let me know that we were crying. Yes, we were all crying. We did it only twice. We we did the death scene only twice, um, because it was just too emotional. It was too much. It was uh hard, and so we we did it, we gave it the best we could and that's emotionally exhausting. Uh, and then we, we sort of, and we all cried because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. sad and it was hard. It was a powerful performance. I mean, between you and Nate G's, I mean, that blew me away. Oh, it's, it's, it's Nate G's for sure. Like he, he rocked it. And I, I was concerned about, because we, like I said, we did two takes, and I remember when we did it, I felt better about my second, my the second take, my performance, and the second one, I was like, I feel good about that one. And then, because Casey had the um, the death sequences composed by our friend brother Daniel, who has done the music for the intro a couple times and and around the place, uh, like just around sometimes, um, but this was like a big piece of music we wanted him to do. I had been listening to the death scene here and there as we had been getting pieces from brother Daniel. And I was really concerned that that wasn't the right take of me as I'd been listening to it. I'm like, Casey, make sure that's the second one. Make sure that's the second one. And then when it was all composed and put together and it was time for me to listen to it and give notes for the, as the complete, as it's completed, as I I do every week, um, I didn't even care about my performance. I was like, this is Nate's, moment this is all him i'm not listening to me usually i usually i get concerned about my own performance i'm like i don't even care it's this is all him this is his story at this moment we're hearing we're sad for him we're not sad i'm 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 listening to this and i'm not sad that i'm dying i'm sad that that Saul is losing lizzie that's oh, what's man. heartbreaking about this moment but it added to it so much i mean just those soft you know one liners about the baby and just saying, you know, look at him, look how beautiful he is. And I mean, it just, it knocked it over the top. That's all. Yeah. Thanks. But that's all Casey's writing. Hmm. That was, that was there. Yeah. That's really good. And that's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky and blessed enough to have like two best friends, like Redbeard's one. And I have another one from high school that we're just all really close. And his wife actually gave natural childbirth last night. Oh God. <laughs> uh, Oh dear. And she's I mean she's a sweetheart, but she was showing somebody when she was holding her baby like for the first time like right after it happened just kind of like how it happened in the story. And she was saying to to uh she was speaking to my my buddy's mom. She, she said her name. She's like like she was like Renee, Renee, look at him. Look at him. Like and she was just crying. It was you saying that kind of reminded me of seeing that earlier was really beautiful oh i think y'all knocked it out of the park that's casey's writing sometimes like he just gets it and he understands the human experience more than he does when he's a person 
I don't like interacting with him. I'm like, do you know what you just did in that social interaction that you should not have done? He's like, I'm a man. (laughs) Video games, pizza, robot. But then he writes and I'm like, how did you hit that nail on the head so beautifully and know that that is exactly what was supposed to happen or what somebody would do in that exact situation? I don't understand. Two different people. Yeah. That was really good writing. Nate did great, but I think you did awesome too. You're not giving yourself any credit there. I think (laughs) everybody sold it. I mean, it was was really powerful. I mean, enough to bring a lot of people to tears, including this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That there are a lot of posts that were very um, focused on. You made this six foot two, two hundred and thirty pound man cry. Like, that was like <laughs> the theme of the of the posts. <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of tears. those. <laughs> <laughs> um, the video is finally pro- done processing. How do I do this something? <laughs> I love music. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want you to watch it so that we can talk about it because it'll be released probably like after you release this. And you edited this, Blair? Yeah, I filmed and edited. Oh, it's great. Thanks. It's got a real documentary feel to it. Cool. I love seeing these behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, this is great. I could watch this for a long time. Now, who did the other one that's out there? Um... I'm not sure. Some company. Some, some, not the company, but some... Some kids, I think. Somebody. We need to talk to Grayson. Oh, for sure, yeah. Wow. That was incredible. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so we just watched uh, a week of We're Live. We got a special screening by Blair. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, first off, I think the production, the your filming and editing had the real you know, documentary feel and look to it. It was really good and it kind of got I think it got the point across and that you were trying to make. Thanks. Uh, I really want people to see how much goes into We're Alive. It is a constant cycle. Casey is constantly working on it. There's no break. I mean, even when there's a chapter break, he's writing, he's working on the artwork, he's Preparing for the live event currently, like there's just, there's no rest. It's just ongoing. So many hours go into a single episode. Mm. Yeah, that that pretty much sums up my feeling after watching it. <laughs> so much more work. I knew there was a lot to it, but wow. Redbeard, any first impressions? Um, makes what we do every week petty. oh that is really cool to see the behind the scenes and how the noises get made and just that a much there's so much attention to detail yeah he really does care about the details a lot uh almost i mean on one hand to an annoyingly annoyingly high level and on the other hand the show wouldn't be great if if he didn't have such a high standard Mm -hmm. yeah i was one of my first notes that I was watching, it was like I could, I could definitely get into watching that or more of that or seeing that, uh, you know, once a chapter or something is really interesting. And 
just to see you guys at it in a different kind of, like you told me, the, it was called Foley work, uh, how that got done. And to be honest, I thought a lot of the Foley work was probably either stock stuff he took from somewhere or the stuff that was original. I thought that they would, uh, that that stuff might have been stuff he made the first season and was just reusing it and with only small variances here and there. No, every episode he redoes Foley work. So there's all of the footsteps, any, um, like you see in the, in the documentary, the him, him like rolling on the ground on the gravel. That's, that's the part where Datu, cause the, the episode that they're making in the documentary is 41.1, 41 chapter one or chapter 41, episode one. Datu is, is after they discover him after he's been bitten. And so he's rolling in the gravel as he's changing or as he's like not changing, but discovered and hurt. And um, so Casey is listening to just the voice cut and reacting as he thinks Datu would to being on the ground to the, the, what he's saying and what Michael's saying and all of that. Like just what I think is interesting. What I liked is putting, seeing him um, do the footsteps for Michael Mm-hmm. And then do the footsteps for Robbins. Yes. <laughs> and he puts those, that. he layers those on top of each other. And he does the footsteps for Robbins. He does the footsteps for Michaels. He does the footsteps for Puck and, and um, for all of those sol- soldiers and layers them all on top of each other. And he does different footsteps for each character. Doesn't just throw in footstep sounds. You know, I have to say, it, it's kind of spoiled me when I listen to other audio dramas now. And they don't go to that level mm. and the, or they'll use like a canned uh, piece of audio for a, a sound effect and it's very noticeable or the timing's just a little off. So uh, it's kind of ruined it for me for everything else. <laughs> well, he definitely, yeah, he definitely uses a lot of like there's on the other day, the next day I think it is, he starts using the sound effects that he has, which is he has a massive sound effects library that he pulls from, but everything is very specific. Like there's the one shot where they're looking for a sound of uh, Michael opening a med kit and they're use the purse sound effect. And it's very specific what they're looking for. And Grayson said he was looking for a sound effect. He couldn't find something just right. And um, that stuff they don't have to recreate because they have the sound effects there, but they have to find just the right thing that they think. And they're like, Oh, the metal sound is going to work over the rain and all these things that they look for. Casey looks for that's going to be just right for the scene and the detail too on top of that like Bert's gun Shirley there's only one gun sound effect that he uses for Shirley and no other gun he doesn't ever use that sound effect for anybody else's gun and he's he didn't record that sound effect but that's the sound effect that's labeled for Shirley right nobody else gets that sound effect that's incredible so there are those details are definitely thought through and and take time. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for for sharing that with us and giving us a sneak peek. And if you guys want to find it, uh, they can they can search for I guess Blair Wayland on YouTube, right? Yeah, it should be up on my YouTube page um, probably after this podcast airs, and then um, I'm sure we'll post it on the We're Alive Facebook and probably the website as well. Right, and right now it's named A Week of We're Alive, and yeah, that pretty much uh, its a good name for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. What, what was this? There was a South Park 
uh, behind the scenes they did. I think it was like called Seven Days or something like that, or I can't remember. Oh, did they? I'm I'm not familiar. Oh, it, it it's insanity. I I I don't know. I I couldn't live like that. Yeah. I heard the South Park guys wait till like the very last minute to submit all their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if we're going up for a review for how many cuss words they can get away with or <laughs> certain content. That makes sense. They probably have to then. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's what's cool about this is you guys don't have to deal with that. No, I suppose not. <laughs> Although Casey thinks that if he didn't have that explicit rating or like label on the YouTube thing, that he would not. He would probably have more listeners because he thinks that that might deter some people. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder how many people that does deter. I, I don't. I can't imagine that it would be a huge number. I don't know. He thinks that you know things that are wholesome and family oriented get more, might get more attention because um, that way, uh, a mom or a dad or somebody who's like, what could we listen to on this road trip might download it, or somebody who's just would rather have something wholesome would be deterred by that. Right oh, what's a, yeah, what's a scary show? My kids like scary things. Ooh, I'll look this up. Uh, uh, zombies. They're, they're, oh, explicit. Nope. I imagine they would share your favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some explicit things that kids should not yeah. listen well, to. That's I don't know. I, think, I don't think you're going to lose a whole lot because it's the zombie genre. So most zombie fans are going to be okay with pretty much whatever. Right, right. Uh, that, that's how I found We're Alive was, you know, you talking about looking for scary things. I searched for the first day I even looked at podcasts. I think I searched for zombie something, and that's one that came up. Uh, and then other times I've, I've had my kids in the car, and I thought, oh, I could probably listen to it. And then I started up, and I'm listening, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> No, definitely not. Reading. That was early, probably season one that I realized that. But, <laughs> yeah, for a while probably he just tried five minutes because we're just on our way home. <laughs> he Arr. tried to take away the cussing for a little bit um, for his parents' sake, I think, because they were saying they wouldn't listen to it because of the cussing. And so he tried to take the cussing out or do like a clean version. And he's like, "You just can't. You just it, this story can't be told realistically. These are soldiers. They're in a, a tight situation. You can't do it without the cussing." Right. I can. I can see what he's saying. He wants to keep it, you know, authentic, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, there's there's no, there's nothing out there that even professionally done that I've heard that comes anywhere close to the production quality of We're Alive. Well, um, that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know that more than anybody, anybody I'm sure. Yep, and it's, it all comes from Casey. <laughs> it's funny when I see comments that are like, you guys at Wayland Productions, and I'm like, you mean Casey. <laughs> right. And sometimes Grayson helps. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I refer to Wayland, Prod, Wayland Productions or at We Are Alive in the same way just because, uh, I don't know, it's the perception being that it's, you know, a team of people. Uh, for some reason in my head that makes me think that Somebody might see it and go, oh, look at this team of people worked on this, whatever. And Casey was the the head contributor or the head, or the the manager of it, <laughs> instead of you know the. <clears throat> I don't know what I'm trying to say really. 
Am I making any sense? Um, I don't know if you're trying to say that you think you like the idea better that he is in charge of a bunch of people and that's what your mind goes to, or if you're saying that you don't like that idea and you'd rather it be that he's the only person. Hmm. I'm not making a lot of sense. <laughs> no, I, I think, I guess the, uh, to get to what I was trying to say was, uh, yeah, I refer to the We're Live Twitter or Wayland Productions as an entity uh, its own so that if anybody else would see people talking to that entity, they might think that this is, you know, a, a major thing oh, that yeah. say, hey, look, what is this? I, I need to look more into this and and grab onto it. Well, there are definitely, I mean, there are definitely people that help. Like we have, we have another editor and we've had editors in the past that do a first pass of the episode. And there are interns that, like you saw in the video, um, are there on the day of. And we have a voice cut editor that puts the um, episode together sometimes. Um, I think every other episode he does the, or every other couple, every other chapter, he puts the um, chapters together for the voice cuts. And um, so there are a few people scattered about that do a heck of a lot. Oh, and, and then there are um, like online mods that take care of a lot of the fans actually help us a lot with, with the um, Facebook and um, the, the forum and the website. And so that's really great. But overall, I'd say it's like Casey. <laughs> He's, it's he's doing he's the create he's the creative force behind it um and he doesn't like to he's he won't tell you that because um he likes to be humble but since i'm his wife i get to brag and tell you how hard he works and it's um very very hard and i want the world to know yeah i i thought a lot of work went into it but even as much as i thought went into it i was definitely uh uh, underestimating. <laughs> so that's that's pretty amazing, yeah, he, the work that he does, and the work that everybody does, but especially Casey. He blows me away every, I mean, annoys me and blows me away <laughs> every week. Right. Right. Uh, Thanks. As much, as much to say that that We're Live, it earned it for sure, you know, and it's worth it, but also to... Um, to give back to to Casey and you know the, everybody that's helped contribute so much to it. You guys are the best. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to say to you. You, I think, we think you <laughs> you guys are the best. But thank you. Um, let's see, Redbeard. I was going to ask my last question. We took a I'll take up enough a bunch of Blair's time here. Did you want to play the game still? I do. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Absolutely. I thought you were getting sleepy. <laughs> if I sound sleepy, it's only because I'm a little, I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> but uh, I, I stay I'm up later than this routinely, so I'm fine. Okay. If I sound sleepy, it's only because I'm sleepy. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to play the game now? I'm ready. Oh, I thought you had a question. Sure. Okay. Oh, I. <laughs> you're, you're driving this chariot. I don't know what's going on. Sure. Do you already have the scripts? Oh, I, I do not. Okay, cool. I'll I'll, I'll do some mouth workout to get where I can speak better. Um, <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather, 
there's other parts to that, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Colorful leather. <laughs> oh, is it getting hot in here? Just you're just thinking about leather again. Wait, so are you gonna ask a question or am I getting the script? I'm confused. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> here we go. If you could pick any of the characters from We're Alive to survive with, if if there ever was a zombie apocalypse, who would you choose? Oh, and I'm not allowed to choose Casey, right? Because I heard somebody. That's correct. Okay. Everybody tries to pick Casey. And yeah. he's not a character from We're Alive. He actually is, but that's fine. He's done. He's done the. He's done the most voices out of everybody. <laughs> I think he's had like twelve. He's done twelve characters. We counted one time. <laughs> oh wait. Um, but if you're not picking Casey, um, then, um, I'm trying to think who I'd. I I want I want to say Shirley. Whoa. Um, Tanya. So you'd want to survive with, okay. So we're saying we're saying the character though, not the actor. Oh, the oh the character Tanya. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Tanya. the character Tanya, because she's she's a doctor. She seems to know all of the answers. <laughs> and and the the actor as well, surely, because she's um, got a lot of stories that are very entertaining. And I'm not I'm not I'm not looking to survive for a long time. I don't think that's <laughs> gonna happen. I think I'm just gonna enjoy the ride. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm not set with the skills, so I'd just be like, "Oh, here's a nice campfire. Tell me a ditty." Wow. And, um, and wait and wait for a sweet release. <laughs> well, that's a unique uh, answer for sure. No. Well, if there's music in the background to uh, enhance the story, I'm all for that. <laughs> okay, we'll hang out if you want to go grab the scripts. The okay. Script, the scripts is. Wait, I thought all the scripts were right there in that bookcase next to the desk. Yeah, but I'm in the bedroom. Casey's in the in the um, oh, office oh. editing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, BRB. <laughs> TTYL. <laughs> and I know 48's being worked on, so you can grab a line or two out of there. <laughs> yes, we spoke to him already. Don't ask him, he's busy. What do you mean you're not going back in there? Like, you refuse? No, I'm done for the Okay. Casey's done editing, so we can go into the office. It's easier instead of me bringing, like, a million scripts into the bedroom. <laughs> Are you going to play with us? Sure. Okay, Casey's going to play. <laughs> yeah, Casey, come back. Oh, wait. Yeah, I kind of have to he hear He needs this. to hear, though. Well, you can just hear. Wait. Just pull the mic. Pull yeah, the but mic. I was echoing. Oh, it might not be so bad. Here, do you want to share? Do you want to share a headphone with me? Um, but then you'll see the script. Okay. Let's, this is getting complicated. It's okay. It's hey, okay. The, the speaker wasn't real bad. Terrible. Just, we just won't be it. I'll just turn it down a little. There you go. Okay. Don't look, Casey. All right. Well, I'm facing the back wall now. Let's see, like. Oh wait, this is. Um... Redbeard closed the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to help you much. Oh, that's pretty helpful. <laughs> okay. It's hard enough to remember the scene. It's, to remember the chapter is pretty difficult. Oh, are we ready? Come on. Come on. Okay, so to, to get this game going, yeah. 
if anybody didn't hear it before, Blair's going to take a line or two, or paragraph maybe, I'm not sure, from one of the previous chapters in We're Alive and uh, act it out in some crazy funny voice, and then we're going to try to guess which chapter it is. Yeah. Right? That, that's how it goes? You got it, I think, in the episode, right? Or the scene? Just I don't know. the chapter. Just the chapter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had a hard enough time with that last time. <laughs> All right. I didn't know you could play. Used to. Haven't for a while. Wasn't time. Now that's not much of an issue. Puck still hasn't come by yet. The corporal? Nope. Ah, I wasn't hoping he'd come back with our... I was hoping he'd come back with our clothes from the washer. I These... got it. <laughs> Casey just rang in with an answer. Okay, so I guess we need to make our picks first then. <laughs> I guess Casey's like the buzzer of as soon as he gets uh. you guys have to. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, hmm. I have no clue. I'm just going to throw 28 out there. I don't know. No, that doesn't sound right. My turn? No, I won't. Wait, wait. 27. Oh, I'm going to say 26. Who said 27? The Mick. Mick won the prize. Did I take Casey's answer? You got His it. original? Yeah, I was thinking it was 26, but that's 27, I guess. It's 27. Yes. Eggs and Michael. Michael sits on his bunk in the barracks playing with his guitar. He messes with it for a few moments, plays for a short segment, and then Pegs opens his door and comes in. Yeah, it was right after they got to uh, Irwin, but I thought it was like 20... Oh, no. I lost. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Hey, Blair is right about the rain. It should have been whatever she said it was in that video. More full. This is... That's how every... You guys... sounded like empty rain. Every um, editing with him goes is that I give him notes and then he fights me. I'm That's sure he doesn't want to hear us messing with him about editing after he's been editing all week. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> had a hell of a time today. Sorry. No, hey, that was hats off. I mean, we we knew that you did a lot of work, but even then we greatly underestimated underestimated all that uh, you do for the show every week. Yeah, that to be honest, that was a atypical week. That, no, we do it have wasn't. Other, no, I don't do the voice cuts normally. And I don't do the first level. I thought you don't. You do the voice cuts like every other time. No, no, the voice cuts are done um, every week by somebody else. That was the only week that I had to do them. Got it. So, and we do have other people that do do more editing too, but um, it's pretty limited. Again, remember how I said that he likes to be modest, right? <laughs> okay, but you saw the documentary. That was real. We did. Um. Yeah, it's not that much. Okay, sure. Whatever. Do you do you guys know how many parties I've gone to alone because he's working? Probably like ten at least. <laughs> Over five years, that ain't bad. <laughs> we don't get invited to many parties. That's true. Um. Okay, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah. Ready. This is it. Like I said, the Broken Arrow. Victor's a regular. Can I go now? I don't like leaving the shop alone. Got it. Oh, Casey rang in. What do you guys okay. have? What? When she said Broken Arrow, it made me think of something that was later in the series. But 
everything else didn't fit that for me. So I'm gonna. I guess I'll guess first. Uh, um, let's see. I'm gonna go with 22. 19. Casey wins the prize. It is 19. Michael comes to the door with Pete, and that was Pete talking about the broken arrow. Broken arrow is in the colony. Broken arrow is in the colony. Uh, oh. I'll give you more time next time. No, I kind of cut that one off. No, quick. that was okay. I thought, for some reason, I thought the, uh, once you did the crazy voice, even though it kind of sounded like Bert, I thought it was going to be Bert and then be. I want to throw you off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that was good. Be careful. She's evil. <laughs> okay, here we go. Double locks. Didn't know about that. Get Michael. Somebody. Anybody. I don't want to wait out here much longer. Starting to get dark. And take this dog with you. <laughs> Where should I? I don't care. Dump it in Soul Apartment for now. Just get it away from me. Datu, how's the generator coming? <laughs> that should be it. I just attached the last piece and filled it up with the last of our fuel until Saul gets back with more. All I have left is to flip the switch on this b <laughs> <laughs> So, flip it already. Say a prayer and stand back. Mm, so maybe it won't turn over. What's the worst that can happen? It could blow up in our faces or break something that we couldn't fix. I think I got an idea. That's the whole page. The first season blurs for me. Uh, so yeah. I'll, I'll just guess eight. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I did pick kind of late. I said eight. He said five. It's going to be, I think it's six or seven. Um, Saul's not back yet. And, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say seven. Oh, if it was closest without going over, you're much safer at six. <laughs> uh, it's six. Oh. <laughs> you all lose. Oh. That was Bert. First, it was Bert talking to Lizzie, and then it was Michael talking to Datu. Oh, so close. Yes. No score. Okay. So, yeah, season one's hard because <laughs> it's like nothing but bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Datu's saying flip a switch on that. Yeah, seems out of character to me. A little bit. <laughs> um, okay. Let, let's just be the, the last one. Is this the last one? If this, do you want this to be the last one? Something else. I can get. I, I can go. Well, right now, it's Mick one, Casey one, RB zero. Another surge of attacks occurred within hours of us arriving in the helicopter at the colony. We'd barely unloaded the pelican when about 30 came towards the back gate, including two of the little ones with the black numbers. Maybe a second wave or just some left from over from before. But it didn't matter. We were stronger now. What we faced here couldn't compare with what we left behind in Boulder and Fort Irwin. Easy. Or so yeah, that's, that's pretty easy, yeah. Yeah, it's 36. I'm going to say 37. Ooh, yeah, okay. Now I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> 37. 37. <laughs> Sorry, I got home field advantage. 
That was Michael. Well, no, 36, they, they, they were part of the colony, but they didn't really do much after they got back. They stopped that wave. The second wave uh, came in between those chapters. This was the helicopter ride. The so exciting uh, action and all that. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, she wants to do one more, apparently. Yeah, I'm going to do one more. It's an early one. Okay. Okay. As I recall, the months leading up to when this all began weren't much to remember. Oh my god, that's My so unit returned home that's earlier so that year from our tour in Iraq. I, I had spent 365 on the ground working as military intelligence. Our group came up with those playing cards you saw on the news, the 52 most wanted. I was that's a hard-charged cool. PFC back like then. Them. Private first class, if someone finds this and doesn't know what PFC means. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. Hmm, chapter one, part one, maybe? Yeah, that's called the most listened to episode I've ever had to endure in my life. That was then. This is now. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear that again. But I can, though, at the same time. I will be honest, I listened to it recently, and I just, like, cringed. <laughs> like, it just, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you gotta start somewhere, but, like, I think if we were to ever go back and, and like, fix it, that whole first season is, like, compared to where we're at now, it's just completely, like... Flip yeah. a bitch on this switch. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's, uh, I mean... It's still really good, and I didn't stop listening. True, but I, um, I think a lot of people, like, if we if we went in as hard-charged as we did in 36 to bring people in with a hook, I think it would be even bigger. Well, that just means the next series will start off on a better foot. Right? Yeah, possibly. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's really good stuff. And thank you, Blair, again, for giving us some time tonight. A lot of time. Uh-huh. My pleasure. Sorry to keep you guys up. Oh no, this is uh, this is all good. We were looking forward to this. And uh, again, Casey, thanks for joining us. Oh yeah, no problem. You guys uh, stay uh, stay frosty. Stay frosty. (laughs) My brain lately has just been a little overwhelmed. Lately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Oh. My wife does that to me too. <laughs> Just keep me on my toes. Uh, but yeah, Blair, thank you so much for uh, also sharing with sharing with us the video again. Yeah. Um, and we, we mentioned your Instagram earlier. What was it, Blair ZW? Yeah. Where we can see the the Casey. I think it's writing wrong. video. <laughs> yeah, it's not very. It 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 didn't not my most popular, but it's um. I think it's on there. I'll check. Among... Hey, if you want to hear chapter 45, here, I'll start playing it. Oh, Casey. Sure. All right. All right. I'll write this thing once more. Well, at least I have something to actually put in it now. Well, I guess I need to start when we went back home, kind of shortly after dropping off Saul and Tanya at Dunbar, before we yes. lost Datu and Lizzie. So that's your teaser. Wow. Man, now if we can only get it out before it releases. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even done yet. You don't want to hear it right now, I'll be honest. Like, it's it's going to take a lot more work of just little things in here and there. You'll, you'll see. But basically, uh, 
that kind of gives you a spoiler that we're going back to when Bert and Riley were together before Lizzie and Datu died. Oh, okay. So Wow. That'll be neat. So, so and then at some point Bert's gonna pick up Saul and Tanya and drop them back off at Dunbar. Well, they already did. Um they already dropped them off before this point. Um, right, right. And they uh and then they headed back to the fire station. So Lonely, lonely Dunbar with Saul and Tanya. Yep. I guess Victor. I don't know. He could well, be Dunbar, dead by that by that well, point. Who knows when that occurred? Yeah. Well, Dunbar's been left alone for long periods of time before. Remember when they went to the colony, it sat alone for like I don't know, like a week. Right. So that that place is, is able to like it's built pretty well. And CJ's enough uh of a planner to know if somebody's been there while she's been away. Mm. Also, she's a witch. <laughs> the power of the forum condemns you. <laughs> I mean, like, she has powers. Yeah, sure. Yes, it's a coven, coven or whatever it's called. She's what is it? A coven? Yeah, a coven. I don't know. That would be, well, My maybe. witching days are way behind me. She has superpowers, so she knows. <laughs> Not. Blinky McGee. <laughs> oh, oh! You found it. She makes fun of me whenever I make faces of the characters as I do their lines as I'm writing. It's like that's what that's what I do. Jeez. It's my creative process. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm. You have to like kind of like put your mind into the characters, and your face reflects that uh, that little mindset. So it's like, how can you? Yeah, it's, it's not just a pretty. slight form of mental illness, right? I mean, what's problem problem with that? Yeah, you're hearing voices in your head. It's just, you know... Forced in multiple personalities. Yeah. 88 distinct individual little voices. <laughs> Some of them die. <laughs> I kill them. And then you kill all pieces of your brain. <laughs> right. Wouldn't That's... that be weird if, if that was the story where it's like somebody created a, a, um, a an apocalyptic story... And then each little personality they killed off in the story till they were there was like nothing left, and then they were just like a vegetable for the rest of their lives because they killed off all their own characters. Oh my goodness! Sounds a little bit like Identity. The, have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's what project? Next project? I no, think it's I, how I, weird I, life ends. Weird because there was there was something I can't remember it because it was so long ago, but there was something in the plot that didn't make sense, and it was also one of those like. It was all a dream thing that I really hate. What identity was? Yeah. Yeah. I I appreciated the way they did, did that one. It was kind of a, a tricky one. It wasn't as bad as but, some of the other ones I've seen in terms of the dream because there actually was consequences to what they were doing instead of it just having nothing, no value. But As well as there being little hints along the way setting you up for it. Yeah. Not it was, just like this whole story a... and then <gasps> you wake up and it was a dream. They actually yeah. show the guy a few times, and they're like, what is this weird thing they keep showing? Yeah, there's a couple movies like that. I can't really think of it off the top of my head. Vanilla but... Sky, I loved. I oh, Vanilla Sky? They did a good job with that one. Vanilla Sky, I let it go, because that's probably one of the most amazing, um, like, uh, I just, that, that's one of the few few exceptions I have for that rule. Yeah, very, but I have not seen very well done. Los Lojos. I haven't seen the original. What was that? I'm sorry. Los Pollos Hermanos, you said? Um, no. Uh, abren, abren los ojos? Abre los ojos? Abre los ojos? 
<laughs> it's weird because they have the same girl in both versions. Yeah, she's in both, didn't she? Oh, there's a there's is this a Vanilla Sky before Vanilla Sky? Yeah, it's the the one that because they re, Vanilla Sky is a remake of that movie. Oh, cool. I'll have to watch that. That's one of my it's one of my favorites, but it's really one of my wife's favorites. Oh yeah, me too. I love the soundtrack too. It's very very unique and unsettling. Yeah. Right, fix your freaking face. Tom Cruise does such a good job with it. Surprise. Hmm. So sad. It's a sad movie, too. Yeah. Oh, well. On that note... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, Thanks for... Oh, you talk. What am I doing? Oh. <laughs> right. I was, no wonder. I'm sorry. I stopped listening a little while ago. <laughs> it's okay. That's when you know you've arrived as an interviewer. Your, uh, <laughs> your subject has stopped listening. Oh, well... I didn't mean to insult you. I meant to insult my no. husband. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm a little dry too. She um, told us the story that... about the uh, her favorite scene, the, the live piece. That's our well, context for that. Are you talking about to Casey because he walked out? <laughs> I was letting you finish your interview. I'm, I didn't want to step on your time. No. Yeah. Sorry. I should have left. I should have left it alone. It's okay. I was trying I just... to provide context for my uh, bad dry joke. I, I I often am uh, two stepping on of my wife, so I'm backing away, letting her. You're gonna step on the dog. <laughs> I had a great time, fellas. You know, um, bring me around again sometime. Sure, yeah, love to. Great. All right, we'll uh, look forward to talking to you again. Hopefully. I know Redbeard is probably going to be meeting you in July, and I hope maybe I can make it out there too. Oh, are you not able to come? Not yet. Not. It's not in the plans currently, but hope it might, things might change. Oh, have you not yet hatched? <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky time when your your beak's not for, quite solid enough to force its way out of the egg. <laughs> not <laughs> your response was not yet. <laughs> well, I guess what I was trying to say, we're putting together an Indiegogo attempting to raise money for an airplane ticket. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. You're raising funds to come. Yes, yes. Oh, I want you to come. Um, if I had money, I'd give it to you. <laughs> I. Um... Oh, you know what I'm, I should do is start an Indiegogo campaign to raise money to give to you for your Indiegogo campaign. If everybody would just do that, then that could make it a lot easier. <laughs> I've heard about that. That sounds like it'll be um, a sweaty ball of fun. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly how I'll describe it from now on. <laughs> no, I, I, those guys are going to have a, a blast. Oh, perfect. <laughs> a week and... We're live fancast travel. <laughs> so many fast food restaurants. Right. So little sleep. <laughs> so many miles. Were you? Are you guys going to try to get through the entire series before you get here? Like listening to it again? <laughs> Casey just said from the other room, "It's impossible." It's impossible. I think he stared you. We, I uh, dare them to try. And there's a couple people that 
I've shared We're Alive with even in the last couple of weeks, and they're caught up. Well, it's crazy it's- how people get hooked and just start listening to it. Oh, he's back. It's 47 hours. That's, like, impossible. It, like, you'd have to be journeying from, like, South America. I think there's going to be little uh, stops and things on the way there. They're they're making a long trip on the way out. <laughs> I. It's also going to be like the We're Alive, uh, was it a scavenger hunt or something? Yeah, that, they're going to do that here, and I'm going to help them out with a little bit What's of that. What's that? I haven't heard about that. We're going to take them to, so once they get here, um, whoever is, who wants to, um, can caravan around to the sites around uh, Los Angeles, seeing where some of the events take place. And then uh, that's um, one of the last stops on Sunday is um, our, I was going to let them see the studio. Oh, sweet. I drove past Dunbar the other day um, after an audition. No, did you? Yeah. That's a very secret location. We don't have it revealed it to anybody because it's a real, Dunbar is modeled after a real place, but I'm a little hesitant to tell anybody because it's an actual apartment building that's has people living in it. So <laughs> I, I kind of want, like, I don't want to have anybody show up at the door and be like, no. Yes. Math? Is there a Shinway around here? <laughs> Can <laughs> I see your basement? I heard there's generators. Right. <laughs> That's really good. No, I figured that was just um, a fictional place. That's cool to know that you modeled it after a real place. Yeah, we actually, when we did research on it, um, we, we told them that we were looking for a new apartment. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Took pictures everywhere. It was great. <laughs> yeah, aren't the pictures posted somewhere? No. They're not? Mm-hmm. Oh. Just the pictures of you guys at... Um... Fort Urban. Got it. Well, that's if you haven't like... changed your password since Heartbleed, they might be out there now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I, my, all my stuff's through two, two-step verification, so I'm not too worried. Well, there you go. Mm, nerd stuff. <laughs> nerd stuff. <laughs> Just nerd stuff. Not anymore, it doesn't seem like. We're taking over. Well, I'll let you finish up. Okay. I keep saying that. <laughs> I just can't quit them. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you. Yes, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Oh, okay. Um, I guess we'll have, that's probably how we'll end the end of the show. I'm not sure. We've had a few different outro type. Exits. How much how much editing do you do? Uh, well, believe okay. it's crazy. As bad as it seems, <laughs> as bad as it, uh, talking to us seems, it's gotten a lot better than it was. So there's, and we've also gotten better at our processes and editing. So. I was not insinuating that you were bad. I was, it, I was just oh, wondering no. if um, it was going to be like a two-hour episode. I don't know. We'll probably cut us listening to the video. <laughs> but sure. I really can't believe we, we stole two hours from you. No, I am glad to do it. This is a priority. <laughs> you sound like a robot. Um. I'm I'm honored that I finally got to be a part of the show as an official um, guest. Well, we were too. We've been wanting to get you on as just you, and we got mostly just you. <laughs> Damn, Casey, you know, <laughs> and 
now I'm now my character is dead. So <sighs> just wanted to remind you. We hardly knew ye. I got you both to give big sighs and totally change your tones. <laughs> it's powerful. I'm so sorry. We hear, yeah, we hear you, but we also hear Lizzie. Oh. <laughs> so. I'm playful too. <laughs> you can run around. <laughs> Casey, quiet. Oh, I, th I thought that was Redbeard's echo. <laughs> no, that, that was easy complaining. Gosh, when does he ever stop? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways. Okay, you guys need to go um, tend to your families. Just they're in bed, asleep. Well, all the more reason to tend to them. That's the best <laughs> time, I think. It is. It's the They can't fight back. <laughs> All right. I'll be dropping. Good night, guys. Good night. Thanks again, Blair. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we'realive at mickred.com, and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at, at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production. Tra la. Are you ready to, to be quiet for about five seconds? Never. Never. <laughs> so we've got a lot of their Blair, Blair couldn't be any cuter. I know, right? <laughs> it's ridiculous. What's that? Casey made that just can't quit you joke. Mm -hmm. And I just found a picture of him wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on our Instagram? It's so funny. They like show an interest uh, to know our names. Mm -hmm. I'm like, really? Why, why, why do you want to know? Yeah. So you're Mick. Yep. What's, <laughs> yeah. what's your name, Redbeard? <laughs> so you're Mick Ginger. I look at that. I that sounds like a name. How about you, Redbeard? I'm a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Real name's Edward Teach. <laughs> Blair's grandma was a looker. Was she? Here's a picture of her on a wedding day. Tra-la-la. -la.